Well, hello there, friend, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast. My name is Amanda, and I am an adoption coach. I am here to help you avoid unnecessary expense and overwhelm in your adoption journey so you can match faster. I do this by supporting you at each step of your adoption journey with valuable training designed to help you save time and money and by helping you create and share your high quality adoption profile so you can bring home your baby faster. I look forward to supporting you in your adoption journey. So let's dive right in to today's episode. The adoption profile world has changed over the last few years. And if you are not using a mixture of different profile types, then it's simply going to take longer for you to adopt. I'm an adoption profile expert who has helped over a thousand families bring home their baby and 95% of them have brought home their baby in less than one year. Today, I'm breaking down for you the different types of adoption profiles and exactly what you need to include in them so that you'll be picked by an expectant family. To make it easier for us to stay on the same page together, we're going to break this down into two big categories. The first category are going to be things like physical profile elements. These would be things that you could physically hand to someone in real life. So we're going to call those in real life elements. The second big category are going to be digital elements, things that you're going to access from your phone or computer, and that's going to be the way that you're going to share those things. But before we dive into those, I want to give you just a little heads up of a special training that I have coming up. In this training, I'm going to be sharing with you the three things that you need to have inside your profile in order to be picked by an expectant family. And if you want to join us at the free live training and ask me any questions that you want, you can head on over to myadoptioncoach.com slash training to grab your seat. So the first big category that we're going to start with are those in real life elements. Now, depending upon what type of matching you are using, you're going to need different profile elements. We'll save that complication for another video on another day. Instead, let's talk about the big broad buckets, right? So the first bucket is going to be things that you're naturally going to think of when you think of adoption profiles, and that's going to be an adoption profile book. And an adoption profile book is going to be the story of your family, right? You're going to tell a little bit about who you are, about each person. You're going to tell a little bit about what you like to do, and you're going to share more about what's important to your family and what you want this child's life to be like with you. We'll also give you just one little extra bonus tip to tell you that in a profile book, you really also want to include a way for someone to get to know you on a digital basis if that's what they want to do. Specifically, you want to include a link or a QR code depending upon how they're getting that book, out to your profile video. I can tell you that expectant parents tell me that profile videos make a huge difference in who they picked and who they didn't pick because that allows them to build a different level of comfort with you. We'll talk more about profile videos in the next few episodes, so make sure you come back for that, okay? The next physical profile element that you might be handing someone in real life is going to be kind of on the opposite end of that spectrum, which would be a business card. Now, a business card is a really great tool for someone to carry around in their purse or their wallet for those kind of impromptu opportunities to, that come up where you can share that you're hoping to adopt. 
Now, if you're working with an agency, they might not want you to do this, but if you're self-matching your adoption, you're definitely going to want to do this. So on the business card, you're going to include some photo of you, some contact information, and basically just the sentence, we are hoping to adopt. Please pass this along to someone who might be considering placing a child for adoption. Something very simple and to the point, but with a way for someone to get to know you is really critical when it comes to using the business card. You want to take that same approach when it comes to using our next element, which would be a flyer. Now, you're going to think of a flyer as something that you would put up in one of those like bulletin boards. Now, hear me say that I know in some areas this may seem really old school and like something that you wouldn't do, but I cannot count the number of clients who actually match via flyer that they've left on a physical job board, on at a laundromat, on a, a board, a cork board that was there, posted in a doctor's office, just laying on the counter, on a hairdresser dresser's window as someone kind of walks by, you just never know where those connections are going to come from. And I've had clients match in all of those places from a simple flyer that had a picture of them that said, we are hoping to adopt. And it had that QR code that directed them out to their website to learn more about them. So now that we've covered the kind of the opposite ends of the content spectrum, if you will, like a whole lot about your family to a whole little about your family when it comes to the flyer and the business card, let's talk about the remaining physical element that you might have someone share with you in real life when it comes to your adoption profile, and that is going to be a brochure. Now, these brochures can come in a multitude of forms. They could be something that's as simple as an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper that's front and back that has information about you, or a couple of pieces of paper, or it could be something that's a trifold piece of paper that you've you know, made yourself on your computer or followed and used one of my templates that you can buy in my template shop or something that you just print out yourself and share. The idea with the brochure is that it's not as much detail as what's inside a profile book or maybe even on a website, but it's definitely a lot more detail than what's on your flyer or on your business card. Inside, you're going to want to include things like the fact that you're hoping to adopt a baby, your contact information, a little bit about your family, not much, because remember, you're not going to have much room in this type of, you know, vehicle, if you will, to hand out to somebody. There's not enough physical space to include a lot about your family. And then you want them to go somewhere else to get to know you more, whether that be to call you or something that might be a little bit easier of a step and less intimidating of a step for an expectant family to go watch your video on your website or go look at your website. So when it comes to all of the things when it, from a physical adoption collateral or in real life adoption profile details, those are really kind of the ends of the spectrum. You're gonna start with an adoption profile book, which is gonna have the most about you, kind of pair that back pretty dramatically into a brochure and even further back into a flyer or a business card. Now, again, depending upon how you are matching your adoption and how you feel comfortable sharing your adoption profile will drive the decision as to which one of those elements that you need. So now let's move on to the second big category, which are going to be those digital profile elements.
Now, when it comes to digital profile elements, there are only three we're going to focus on. My clients and I have experimented with a bunch of different profile elements from the digital space over the past eight years, and we've really honed it down to these three are the ones that work the best. We're going to start again with the longest form of them or the most detailed form of them and kind of kind of gradually work our way back. Okay, so the very first form is going to be more similar to the profile book, and that is going to be your adoption profile website. In an adoption profile website, we are going to treat it like a book from the level and depth of the information that we share about you and your family on it. But we're going to make it highly interactive and something that you would expect to see when you would show up to a website. You're going to have something that is very open, very welcoming, and something that very quickly and clearly lets the audience know that you're hoping to adopt a baby. Then we're going to share some high-level information about your family so that someone can do what I kind of call the initial homepage scroll, right? They're just kind of scrolling and flipping up the page on their phone, most likely, and looking to see if you feel like a good fit. Do they make a connection with you? Do they feel like you could potentially be somebody that they would want to get to know a little bit more? And if so, then we're going to have it structured that they can actually click in certain areas and dive a little bit deeper into your story. So let's make it up for conversation's sake. If you talk about some things that are really important to your family, and one of them is travel, and you mention that on that homepage, then someone could actually click on that button that says travel, and then go learn more about the things that you like to do when you travel, or some trips that you've taken, or trips that you hope to take. That allows someone to get to know you on their own pace without feeling like they're lugging around this big book that's very bulky. Also allows them to very discreetly check you out without them making the commitment of taking a book and risking someone seeing that book in their bag if they're not ready to really share with anybody else that they're considering making an adoption plan. When it comes to adoption profile websites, it allows them to get to know you on a deeper level based upon the way that you are telling your story, especially because you can use interactive elements. You can use simple things like the ability to click to learn more, or you can use something that's a little bit more emotive which would be an adoption profile video. And that is our second digital element that we're gonna talk about. I will tell you that 90% of the expectant families that I have spoken with that watched someone's adoption profile video told me that they actually ended up choosing that family because of that video. And the reason why they say that that is really important to them is it allowed them to get to know people on a deeper level. They got to hear what their voice sounded like. They got to get a feel for their home. They got to understand who the family was in general without having to fill in those blanks that you don't get by just staring at a screen or just flipping through a book. So that is an element that is really, really important that you include in your adoption profile. Okay, so the next type of adoption profile that you may need to consider for your adoption is using social media. Now, social media is not legal in every state when it comes to using your adoption profile. So you need to make sure and check with your adoption attorney to make sure it is legal. But it is a great way to quickly share the fact that you are hoping to adopt and enlist your friends and family in sharing it as well so that hopefully you can get connected faster with an expectant parent. Now, my clients and I use something called the Adoption Social Media Workshop to really help us stay focused on what we need to post, 
when we need to post and where we need to be posting it so that they can match more quickly with expectant parents. Now, I do have a lot of clients that match on social media, but I also have a lot of clients that match off social media. It all depends upon what you are comfortable with and how we design your profile elements and how you're sharing them to ultimately what leads you to matching. But when it comes to social media in particular, you want to use the same core principles of what we've used in your other profile elements. We want it to be easy for someone to get to know you, to know who you are as a family, who you are as individuals, and what life would be like for this child in your family. Now, in all of these different adoption profile types, there is one kind of overarching framework that my clients have used in order to see success. And that is called the Emotionally Connected Adoption Profile Process. This is a step-by-step process that you can either do on your own or that I help you with one-on-one to where we choose how you're adopting, which types of profiles you need based upon how you're going to be sharing it. And then either you can build it yourself or I can help you build it for you. Now, there is one unifying framework that I have created that has helped all of my clients really get to the heart of what to say and not to say in their profiles. That is called the Emotionally Connected Adoption Profile Process. I know it's a mouthful, but it really gets to the heart of what we're trying to do, which is create an emotional connection with an expectant family and in a hopeful adoptive family so you can ultimately create the life that you both want for this child. And the very first step in that process is deciding which types of profiles you need to have based upon how you plan to adopt. And if you want to learn what type of adoption profile you need based upon how you are matching your adoption, then check out how to match your adoption in 2024. Inside, I break down for you the different types of profiles and how my clients have matched using those over the last eight years.